Namaste. Welcome to the online samosa with Yamini Mitter and <clears throat> and Sandeep Tiwari. And uh, yes, let's get started. Yes, but let's get started. But what topic oh, is this? What, is the topic? what are we talking about today? What Another interesting. <laughs> I know it's always interesting <laughs> because you bring in such good, uh, you know, the thoughts, okay. which Very is so nice. important for everyday life. Thank you. So thank you. Yeah. So today's topic is actually it's called respect your truth. When every person that is a balanced person has been through a certain amount of psychological trauma of some kind. Okay. Right. So respect your truth through trauma mm. is an important part of being civilized. Mm. You cannot be civilized unless you have experienced emotional upheavals up and down. Right? It's not possible because emotions are relative. Okay. So today's topic is respect your truth, your own truth. Okay. And it is related to how you deal with trauma, how you deal with people, family, friends, etc. Mm. Okay. How you deal with that. Because most trauma is not you by yourself. It is, you know, community and a group of things. Right? Okay. All right. Okay. So what are some symptoms of this? First of all, let's talk about some symptoms. Okay. One of the symptoms is that you will find that uh, you have a group of friends mm. and you have sometimes another group of friends because mm. you met in a different social mm. you know, kind of mm. situation mm -hmm. and you may have a third. Mm. And you keep, you by and large, you keep your friend group separate. You don't mm -hmm. mix them too much. Once in a while, they get to see each other. Okay. But you basically try to keep them separate. Okay. So this is a symptom mm. of <laughs> you're not respecting your own truth. Okay, I will explain why. Uh -huh. But this is a symptom. Okay, uh -huh. there's one more. There's a few more. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. You find that you don't really tell your whole truth to anybody. There uh -huh. are some parts of your core truth uh -huh. that you're hiding most of the time. Uh -huh. Maybe not with the people that you suffered with, like uh -huh. your your family or uh -huh. some close friend that you together were involved in that trauma. You both went through the same trauma, shall we say? Uh -huh. Right. And so other than though, and even with those people, you don't discuss it is kind of the unsaid subject in your life. And you have a bunch of these subjects, mm. right? And your logic is, why should I talk about it? Mm. What's the value? Mm. Right. Mm. But the fact also is that you're unable to know how to talk about it. Yes, right. that is true. So to, respecting your truth means having the knowledge and ability to mm. discuss these things mm. whenever needed. Because that strength is with you. And then you can say, I don't see the point. I have the strength and I will, you want to discuss, let's talk. But you tell me why. I don't see the point. And then you just say, well, I'll tell you the point. And then you have the discussion. Right? Mm -hmm. But you can be the only one deciding it's not worth talking about. Mm -hmm. If you're the only one deciding that a secret in your life mm -hmm. is not worth talking about, mm -hmm. then you haven't overcome it. You are still being enslaved by it and you are disrespecting yourself. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. This is another symptom. Okay. Then another symptom is mm -hmm. whenever the trauma, because every I'll have to describe, describe trauma in a second. Oh, yes. Whenever trauma happens to you in your life, mm -hmm. uh, you you get past it somehow, right? And you hope time will heal things like that. At some point later in your life, that subject will be discussed again in someone else's context, some other process, you know, some other, or maybe in your context. You say, "How about you? Did you go through something like this?" Mm -hmm. Some someone can ask you, and then they're completely random. They have no idea you've been through it. Right? Mm -hmm. And you are unable to discuss your trauma. Okay. You try to shorten that discussion to as short as possible. You decide, I don't want to discuss it. You are unable to discuss it, even though it was forced upon you. Mm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Then, sometimes a simple question, which is an, a relatively simple question, can trigger your trauma memory. Like, say, I went through 
a really bad experience where some friend at a young age, uh, you know, laughed at me badly or let me down and mm. made me feel bad, right? Mm, mm. And and then uh, just in conversation and say their name was uh, something, right? Uh, YYZ, just some name. I won't put, I don't want to misalign, you know, I don't want to badly <laughs> align somebody's name, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever that name randomly points, pops up in another person, the little trauma is triggered in you because you kind of, that memory hasn't been fully processed. It comes mm -hmm. back, right? Mm -hmm. Like that. This is an example, but usually it's more specific, like, you know, uh, some accident, death, mm -hmm. or in the family, and, mm -hmm. and that relationship is being discussed by somebody else, mm -hmm. right? Say with your uncle, mm -hmm. and now someone else is discussing how close they are to their uncle, and you are going through trauma, right? Because that's not fully processed, like that. Mm -hmm. Then, when, when you're put on the spotlight, all the attention comes to you in a group sometimes, you are on guard because there is a self-esteem issue that you haven't fully solved. And whenever you're put in the spotlight center of stage, you want to become a wallflower. You want mm. to get out of that very quickly. Mm. You're like, no, 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 not me, not me. Don't talk about me. I don't feel comfortable, whatever. Right? Mm -hmm. Everyone should have the ability to hold the spotlights Spotlight that is pointed at you for some time mm -hmm. in an entertaining, open-hearted, mm -hmm. truthful way. Mm -hmm. Don't always keep thinking, oh, I'm nobody, I'm nobody. Yes, you should think every time, everybody is everybody, right? I'm nobody special in particular. That you should mm -hmm. feel. Mm -hmm. But when the spotlight comes to you, that's your opportunity to make the world a better place by sharing your truths. And mm -hmm. you should be open and embracing to that, right? Rather than shirking, rather than trying to be a wallpaper every moment. Right? Even when the wall, when, when the spotlight is on you. So that's another symptom of this knowing your truth, respecting your truth, mm -hmm. right? Respecting if you respect your truth, you say, you know, this this is some truth. Here, let me talk about this. Yes. And it's an educational, entertaining right? conversation, right? Maybe we have that. Mm -hmm. And I think Sandeep, you do that during Vedanta class. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I think some of us complain, oh, Sandeep, you put us in spotlight. Uh... Because I think that is a very good way to then come out yes. and talk about whatever you want. Oh, you mean I do it and, and I put other people? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. That. Okay, Yamini. Okay, Sandhya. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like that. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. But that, I think that's a good thing. All right. Yes. Okay, great. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then say you're a musician, mm -hmm. so, meaning you've learned music. But every time the microphone comes in front of you, you're like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Right? Don't yeah. do that. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. But don't say, oh, where's the microphone? I want to play all the time. <laughs> It has to be balanced. But the thing is, if you are learning some skill, right? Could be music, could be painting, could be whatever your skill is, photography, right? When the time comes, as appropriate, and you should not be shirking from showing it and getting honest feedback. Your goal isn't to say, see how good I am, or I'll only present when I'm really good. I hate it when other people present their stuff and they they're not that good. Why are they putting me through pain? That should, all of that thinking is bad. Mm -hmm. Looking at the right at the situation, you should say, I'd like your feedback. Let me present this to you. Tell me what you think. I would like to improve. Right? That is an acceptable kind of humbleness. Right? Look at me, I'm so smart is not humbleness. Right? And people are in avoiding look at me, I'm so smart, say, don't give it to me. I don't want it on the microphone. See, I'm so humble. No. That, the opposite of, uh, uh, what can I call it? <laughs> uh, spotlight grabbing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Is not resisting spotlight. They're not the opposites. They both have problems. Mm. This is wrong. Being ambivert, you get the, uh, the spotlight and you behave appropriately while trying to improve yourself because 
that is appropriate behavior for anyone to. So your behavior must be such that it can be copied, mm. not oh, you know, not mm. shirking it. And if everyone copies that, then nobody would ever become leader, right? Your behavior must be such that everyone can copy it, including your children, and your children are watching you all the time. Mm. Okay, mm. all right. So now there are some styles of conversation that you can you will notice some people have around you. And you can know right away that when I hear this method of talk conversation, mm -hmm. this person is no longer respecting themselves. Mm -hmm. right? For example, they'll say, look at me when I'm talking to you. Mm -hmm. People will say that. I'm mm -hmm. talking to you. Look at, you know, pay attention to me. Mm -hmm. Is a form of domination. Why are you trying to dominate? Because mm -hmm. you think that the world doesn't work on natural knowledge, mm -hmm. natural respect. You think the world is might is right. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to grab power all the time. Mm -hmm possible right when you hear these warning bell should fall another one is what did you do what did you do it's about you not about the doing right and they'll say i didn't do it then who did it right i'm more interested in who to blame rather than how to fix the problem mm -hmm. so when you hear this con this line you know right away this person is lacking serious self-respect has low confidence and is basically kind of a bully or trying to overcome their own issues right mm -hmm. major issues probably okay then Instead of asking, you know, like where things, you know, uh, have you completed yet? Right? Mm. They will ask you, is the thing done? Have you completed? Not, is it done? Mm. Right? So the style of conversation should be, is it done? Yeah. Not, have you completed? Because I want to blame you. Right? When a person is always me, you, me, you, me, you, mm. they are highly disrespecting you because they are highly disrespecting themselves. themselves. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So now things that can cause all of this behavior. Mm -hmm. Okay. These include having a neurotic parent. <laughs> <laughs> so we what we discussed was the symptoms. Yes. Okay. So these symptoms, mm -hmm. when you see in yourself or other people, yes. your alarm bell should go on that there is a serious internal respect issue with this person, okay. which has caused them to not become a awkward, weird, mm -hmm. either a bully or a, or or a wallflower. Some something that is not an ambivert, not mm -hmm. a you know. Not a, 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 a copyable behavior. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a good way to understand. Right? Mm -hmm. Is your behavior copyable by a million people? Okay. And nobody suffers from that copy. Right? Okay. Everybody in the room is better because it's the right behavior. Mm -hmm. It's a really good uh, uh, measure of, of, uh, of your uh, evolution, you know, both emotionally and personally. Okay. Okay. And now we come to? to the causes. What could cause this? Okay. So the, obviously the biggest cause is trauma of some kind. So okay. having a neurotic parent is a way of finding the cause and blaming or putting the blame where it could belong, right? Mm. But ultimately, the responsibility for that also is yours, right? Because nobody has completely non-neurotic parents. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that? Why? Because you yourself are partly neurotic, mm. right? Everybody has some issue. Issue meaning some reaction, some lesson they have overlearned. Mm. It's not an issue. In my, in my life, Things happened to me when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Some of those things happened two, three times. So I overlearned that lesson. I said, oh my God, this happens a lot. I must have a method to deal with this situation. And I come up with my standard operating procedure mm -hmm. <laughs> of keeping myself safe in dealing with that kind of situation. But as a 10-year-old, my SOP is highly defensive mm -hmm. because I don't have much offense. I don't have much strength, right? But if I make that my SOP and I'm 30 years old, then I behave as a standard operating procedure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're so fluent in it I have to ask you what is SOP yeah. okay. 
Okay. Good question. Okay. So, mm -hmm. if your standard operating procedure, if my standard reaction to certain triggers mm -hmm. was made when I was 10, then I'm behaving like a 10-year-old in a 30-year-old body and people around me are tolerating me mm -hmm. at best. Or I'm losing friends or I'm not getting a promotion at work because my behavior isn't one in which I can respectfully play, give my point calmly without getting upset or, or a whole bunch of blah, 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 right? All, the, all your 10-year-old ten issues are popping out in a 30-year-old, 25-year-old, 80-year-old body. <laughs> continues to forever until you solve it. You remain that, that lesson that was learned so well, mm. it stays with you, okay. right? Mm. Meaning it didn't evolve. That lesson at that time came with some conclusion. At a later age, you have to reevaluate and say, but that's not a fair treatment. Right. I need to fix that one more time and one more time and one more time until, until it is appropriately copyable. Mm. Okay. All right. So what else? So trauma. Trauma happens to everyone. And it could happen in friend situations, parent situations. It could happen in family, greater family situations. It could happen in classroom situations. It could happen in a school or a workplace where you're made to feel ashamed about something that happened that you didn't even perhaps do or fully responsible for. You know, or you got jealous and then your jealousy came out and made you behave in a stupid way and then everyone laughed at you and then you realized and you found a way to cover that and now you have a cover on top of a cover in order to look and feel normal rather than saying, oh my God, it's okay. I, it's okay to be jealous. Mm. Right? I felt jealous. It's okay to feel jealous. Now I need to understand how does that help me or doesn't help me? Mm. And why am I jealous? Is it something worth jealous to be jealous about? No, it's not. Mm. Then I can keep in my mind the idea that I can be jealous, but not in this situation. And you'll find there are no good situations where you can be jealous. So it goes away. It doesn't go away. It remains open, but it's solved. Mm -hmm. Right? Right? And if I truly love someone, will I be jealous of them? No. So, is, so when you feel jealous, for example, in this example, mm -hmm. that is the universe telling you, you haven't come to love, you know, understand love properly yet. You mm -hmm. say, thank you, God, for this feedback. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Thank you, universe, for letting me know I haven't figured out a good way to love my, my friends and family. I still feel jealousy. Mm. Oh my God. How amazing this universe is. That's a good reaction. Right? It's helping me learn. So then, so one secret, one cause is, is one cause is trauma. Mm. Another cause is, I just said, neurotic parents or something. Meaning, authority people around you that are doing weird behaviors and you're too young to know what they're doing so you copy it all mm -hmm. right and then you have to now undo it and become a more civilized person so there's a second different cause than trauma that's not trauma right mm -hmm. that's just that is consistent behavior of a certain type from authority people then the third one is the treatment of shame and secrets mm -hmm. right that also causes a massive warp in your personality People, when you're young, your mom or your dad or your other people tell you, oh, don't tell anyone, don't tell mm -hmm. anyone, this is a secret, right? Or don't, so all of a sudden, by mistake, sometimes a secret pops out because you're still learning how to manage it, right? Mm -hmm. Or somewhere it, uh, by in context, it shows up, mm -hmm. right? And then you feel ashamed that, oh my God, I let this out, I said I never would, right? Mm -hmm. And that shame kills you, it hurts your personality really badly, it warps your overall personality in such a way that you can't be a good, loving person anymore. Mm -hmm. And you drop thinking, oh, I'm loving, I'm loving. No, but you're not. Mm -hmm. Having, owning a whole bunch of secrets really limits your ability to love people. And now you pass on this mutilated love to your family and friends. Right? And they have to either tolerate you or they get mutilated by you. Right? And then they'll have other satellite issues because of your issue. So, so are you saying that there should not be any secrets in the family? They should, no, you must know how to process secrets. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And there should not be secrets. See, there should be things that have to be discussed appropriately. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
See, that has to happen. But how can I tell a five-year-old or an eight-year-old yeah. how to discuss something appropriate? Yeah. How? Right? So you, you have to, what do parents do? They say, let's not discuss in front of the young yeah. five-year-old because they'll just blurt it out mm -hmm. because they don't have the filters. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, what can you do? Mm. Okay. Now, it depends on your own evolution. Yeah. So, you know, I had an amazing mom mm -hmm. who would tell us everything, okay. even when we were pretty young. And then she would say, if you discuss this, then, then mom will look stupid. Okay. Right. Yeah. But you can. It's okay. She didn't say don't. Okay. Right. Yeah. And uh, so you have to use your discretion the best you can. Mm -hmm. At the right around. So she never said don't discuss it. She didn't say, I'm telling you, don't tell anyone. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. never happened. She just told us. And there'd be times when I would, I cannot talk about myself, me and my sisters too. I would just sometimes let it out okay. because it, I felt it was appropriate. Mm -hmm. Right. And my mom would be embarrassed. Right, mm -hmm. for example, mm -hmm. or I, and then I would feel that embarrassment too, maybe. Mm -hmm. And uh, but my mom didn't, right? Uh, she ate it. Mm -hmm. She didn't stop telling me. Okay. She said, "Kids do that." Okay. Okay. Yeah, eat it. Because the reality is, whatever you're hiding within your family is in other people's families too. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you have yes. to just eat it. And why do you have to eat it? That way, the kid learns how to eat it. They are learning that too. That's an important part of life. Mm -hmm. Why are you preventing the kid mm. from learning how to eat mm. the sharing of a secret? Mm. Everything you're doing is a good learning, including how to... Right? Mm. So my children complain sometimes. Even now, they say, even their adults say, Oh, you guys uh, have hidden a lot of things from us. You never told us when but, we were growing up. But hiding uh -huh. and telling a secret are two different things. Hiding mm. is, I didn't tell you at all. Yeah. Right. So you grow up without ha missing those experiences, mm -hmm. right? And their consequences. That's one, right? Here, but first, for you're saying, I'm telling you something and saying it's a secret. So I'm not hiding from you. Uh -huh. I'm telling you, you hide it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. So telling people mm -hmm. that this is a secret mm -hmm. is a bad idea. Okay. 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 So let's discuss that. We'll come to your point in a quick second. Sure. So let's discuss how to do that. Mm -hmm. Because now that we're discussing, we don't have time. So if there is a secret, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Usually secrets are of two types. Mm -hmm. One is, I'm telling you something about a third person. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. Be careful about this person because they actually like this, but don't tell anyone. Uh -huh. Right? Because if they find out, then they'll feel so bad. Right? Okay. So out of respect to them, mm -hmm. third meaning X number of people, could be one person, could be a population, right? Mm -hmm. Don't tell them or don't tell that person mm -hmm. because they'll be whatever, right? It'll, be, it'll look bad on us, it'll look bad on them or both. Right? Mm -hmm. So here's a secret, but it's good for you need to know I'm telling you, see, I'm so close to you. Mm -hmm. That's the idea. Mm -hmm. So how should you share this? Mm -hmm. So the best method to share the secret is to tell that person first. <laughs> okay. Now, now that person knows that I know. Right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, of course, in a respectful way. I'm not going to tell you a secret by saying, hey, you stupid person or you bad person. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you I understand this happens, mm -hmm. but I know it. Right? And this is where it is and it's okay. Right. It's okay. I'm not judging you, misjudging you for it. I need it. I need you to know that I have a fair treatment of this knowledge about you. Then when I tell the second person this, and this person by mistake breaks your secret thing, because most people aren't able to keep secrets, right? And it goes back to this person, they will not be offended. Why? Because you told them first. If I have to hear your secret about me from a third person, fourth person now, I'm offended. That person is offended. Mm. That's why we say, don't, don't tell anyone. Mm. Don't blame me, right? Because it will affect my relationship. So the first rule of secret is tell that person in a diplomatic way. Okay. Yeah. If Second is, if I have to not talk about that secret, mm. I must talk about it in such a way that 
I know it will go back to him. I must not talk in a way in which if it goes back to him in the way I said, it will hurt anybody. I must be politically, diplomatically appropriate in the way I discuss a secret. And if I can't come up with that method, don't discuss it. First, clear it with that person. Because there are some things that you can't discuss without hurting. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. right. So then you have to go clear it by that person by saying, you know, this happened. I need you to know I know. We both now know. Now, you know, and now that now, now that, that person knows that this is how I treat you with mm. this with this secret information, they're not offended when they hear it from a third, fourth party. Mm. And this is teaching your kids as or people around you, friends or family, how to remain respectful. And that's why today's topic is respect your truth. Truth. Okay. This is how you, so this is how you deal with secrets. Mm. Okay. And by and large, you tell people that if everybody knows this, it can be hurtful, mm. right? So you tell at your own discretion and then trust that. Mm. And if they, they don't use their discretion properly, mm. it's a good learning for everybody. Trust that. Mm. Don't start having to need control and power over everything. See, one of the things that happens from not respecting your truth is you look for power. Right? You look for control all the time. Mm. And you're using that need for power and control by telling people, I'm telling you, don't tell. Mm. So I'm trying to have control over you. Negative. Don't do that. Try not to be in control. Try to make a society, a culture, a family in which mutual respect is appropriate and people know appropriate behavior and we respect you. And if you if you slip up, we respect that too because it's a good group learning. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Otherwise, you go into this one, right? Mm -hmm. That I look at me when I'm talking to you, yeah. right? It's a control thing, right? Mm -hmm. Did you complete your project? Another control thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm always trying to make you look small because when I was growing up, people were making me look small. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Mm -hmm. All right. So, okay, so that's this. And uh, we need to now talk about uh, this thing, ashamed parent, secretive parent, mm. neurotic parent. Let's cover that one first. Oh, no, no, sorry, your point, which was <laughs> how to not tell something. If, you, if there's a true secret mm. and you haven't told in your own family mm. and they come back later on, they say, you didn't tell us. Yes. Then what does that mean? That means they heard it from a third person or they inferred. That there was a secret. Otherwise, how would they know if I never told you anything? Yeah, they inferred because the, now when we talk about it, they said you never told us about that. Uh, so you, so you did. What is the common wisdom? Which is when you're too young, I will not tell you. Yes. When you're older, I will discuss it. Yes. Then they say mm. that now you're discussing when we are in our twenties. You should mm. discuss at least when we were twelve, mm. right? Even if you didn't tell us when you were six, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, so that's a problem, mm. and because now the child or that person that he not he not always be a child, right? Mm. Could be an adult. I didn't yes. tell you at that time because you were immature. Now I'm telling you because you matured. Yes. Right. So let's make it a more generic scenario, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Then yeah. what to do then? Mm. Okay. So your goal, even when they're a child mm. or an immature person as an adult, mm -hmm. should be to um, talk about how to mature people first. Okay. Mm -hmm. So before, so you, instead of discussing the subject with mm -hmm. them directly, mm -hmm. first you say, you know, I remember when I was young mm -hmm. and I was therefore immature, my parents would not discuss some things around us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And later on, I was grateful mm -hmm. that they didn't because I would have blurted it mm -hmm. and it would have been very costly to the situation. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And later on, I understood that it takes a certain amount of maturity mm -hmm. to understand some things because at that time mm -hmm. you don't have the full maturity. Mm -hmm. And later on, I appreciated that to some extent, mm -hmm. right? So like that, there are some topics and there is this topic I'm now discussing with this person, but not with you mm -hmm. because it's not appropriate mm -hmm. 
for uh, for the discussion to include you is not pertinent to you yet. Mm. Okay, so don't mind, mm -hmm. and you have that discussion. So that's one way to do it. Okay. Now, what happened in this is that person felt respected mm -hmm. and they learned something. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That some things I cannot handle yet. Mm -hmm. Right. Then later on, what they will do is they when they're in a more calm and you're in a calm situation, they'll say, "What was that?" Mm -hmm. right? Maybe not that same day, mm -hmm. but maybe in six months or a year. They say, "What did you discuss that day?" Still in my head. Still stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you say, well, you, "You know, you still remember that?" Mm -hmm. uh, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. And then you tell them. Uh, age appropriate, maturity appropriate version of that, and you see mm -hmm. if they're able to handle that, then you tell them more. Mm -hmm. Because for you to constantly say, I can judge this person's maturity is not right. Mm -hmm. But for you to test it is appropriate. So oh, you tell okay. them a certain amount and you see how maturely they handle that. Mm -hmm. If they can, then you say, see the consequence of you blurting this in the wrong place is like this. Mm -hmm. But if you do do it, I don't mind telling you, I'll eat it. Mm -hmm. And I used to develop like this. I eat it. Okay. okay. And uh, but I'm, I'm a little bit more wacko. Mm -hmm. I would tell my parents, my kids, <laughs> because, mm -hmm. because I have uh, developed a great skill of being able to eat a lot, <laughs> good and bad, right? Mm -hmm. Which then ultimately treat, teaches the kids, if they so choose to learn, because they don't all learn, mm -hmm. uh, how to eat it in their own lives, right? Because they saw me eat it. And uh, it also makes them more bold in discussing things that are technically secret. And they are actually are a generation or a 0.5 generation better than you. Because they learned it younger than you, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so don't just think that your kid that you are better than your kids. Mm. Right. I cannot tell them; it doesn't quite work like that. Kids learn faster than you think, and they make bigger mistakes than you think. Right. <laughs> so you have to go together with how they learn. Yes. And learning is what your goal is. Okay. Yes. So okay. So let's not talk about this. This how to deal with a neurotic parent or mm. come, growing up in a family with shame. Mm. Right. Ultimately, that's what neurotic parents give you. Right. You even if you discuss honestly what your parents are doing or did or happened some secret thing that happened or bad thing that happened in your family mm -hmm. you find you find that other people don't understand you yeah because it didn't happen to them mm -hmm. something so wacko happened in your family that is rare mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and when you talk about it people don't get it mm -hmm. right. i remember uh and i was growing up i had a, a, a kid or a friend mm -hmm. and uh he had uh uh he had two mommies. Yeah. <laughs> right? He kept referring to two mommies by slightly different names. So I said, how come you have two mommies? Mm. One day I just asked him. And for him, it was no. Right? So he said, well, this is my mommy. Right? Mm. I call her Baba. And this is my, my mom's mommy, but I call her mommy. Oh, okay. And I said, why? He said, because that's her name. <laughs> for him, it was nothing. So I said, oh, you refer to your daddy also as your mommy. And your, <laughs> Nani. Okay, no, or whatever, whichever mm -hmm. it was. Right? Mm -hmm. So, so. I said in his family mm -hmm. that people were referred to by common names rather than relative relationship names. Mm -hmm. right? okay. Okay. And so I understood that. Okay, I get it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but to him it was perfectly normal. Right. Mm -hmm. He thought he thought everybody had that because he hadn't really gone and pried into other people's family. Then we were only ten years old, mm -hmm. right? And or maybe ten or eleven like that. So, so sometimes there's a secret in your family, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which or a or in or a or a weird thing in your family. Like in his family, it was like there were two mommies, right? Like. It was normal. And um, so how do you deal with that secret or a shame thing? Right. Well, first is you have to say you have to see when you tell people in a natural way that there's something in my family that is weird. Mm -hmm. People have a weird reaction. Mm -hmm. Right. They're like, yeah. what? Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So instead of telling it like that, mm -hmm. you have to first say our family is a little weird. You begin with that. Mm -hmm. So you've taken their weird reaction away. 
Okay. Now they can't have a weird reaction. You told them it's weird. It's different. It's you know, it's not normal. It's not common. You say that, right? Because some stuff happened in our family. You know? And when you say it that way in a generic way, everyone goes, yeah, stuff happened in my family too. Everyone's family, some stuff is happening. In, sorry, I have this in everyone's family, some stuff is always happening. Yes. But if you talk about it in that tonality, people are able to identify with it. And you have to learn the skill. Okay, mm. that stuff happens, right? Like, you know, I'll give you an example for my great-great-grandfather, like three generations up. My my grandfather's mom, mm. right, brought up like 12 kids all by herself pretty much, right? Because she escaped mm. uh, a, a bad family situation in which her husband had been murdered, oh, right? Okay. And she said, if I stay here, I'm in danger too. She, yeah. she didn't feel safe and nobody knew who did it. Okay. It was unknown, mm. right? Was it in the family? Was it outside? Was it a neighbor? Was it, was it you know, some colleague? From, we had, they, nobody had any idea. She said, oh my God, I don't feel safe here. Mm. I have to get out. So she did. Okay. Right? Okay. And she was wealthy enough, or, or, or not totally wealthy, but enough. So she took her jewelry and whatnot and left that town, went to a neighboring town quite a bit far away, started a new life, mm. uh, started a you know, shop and to make some money and brought up kids. Yeah. Right? Mm. And you feel... Now we hear about it, it's like, you know, four generations up. Mm. Like, wow, she did all that, right? Yeah, yeah. In, back in pre-independence India, right? In this 1947 was many, many, many years away. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, um, so she did all that. And you can look upon it today as well. But in her time, it looked weird. Mm. People didn't do that. It was echo. When she came to the new town, she had to explain what happened. And she had to explain in a way mm. that they would accept her. So she couldn't begin by saying, oh, he was murdered. Like, oh, my God. Mm. Well, you, you, I, have to be, uh, I have to say it from you. You, you, you. So she had to explain in a way, mm. right, that it can under, other people can understand it, mm. right? Mm. And your kids can explain in a way that they don't feel, right? But at the right time, everybody knew, okay. right, that this is what happened. I know, mm. right? Mm. So like that. So you have to you have to deal with the secret respectfully. Mm. And if someone pries into it, you have to tell, right? She didn't hide all the time. I mean, she would begin by saying, my husband died, right? Mm -hmm. And if someone tried a little bit more by saying, what happened? Then, then why didn't you stay there? I mean, you have family support. She said, because I didn't feel secure. Yeah. Why? Well, security is very important, as you can see, mm -hmm. right? And we weren't quite sure if he died or was he murdered. We weren't yeah. sure. Now, that's a nice way to say mm -hmm. that was murdered. But you said, we don't know. Mm -hmm. We don't know is why you're here. That's more important. So that's a more important truth okay. than he was murdered. Mm -hmm. Get it? Okay. So the truth, the real truth, why I'm doing what I'm doing, that has to get interwoven into your final story and then you explain. Hmm. Right? Okay. Right? You understand? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, so how to deal with neurotic parents? You accept it. Say, because now you're grown up. If you're listening to this, by and large, you're at least over, hopefully, 12. <laughs> mm -hmm. We don't target below 12 year olds in this particular society. I mean, we target pretty much post 14 right pretty much post 14 year olds okay so so if you have a neurotic parent mm -hmm. you have to just say my my dad or mom is like this mm -hmm. that's it right they're like that and i don't know how all the other parents are but they're like this mm -hmm. right and you should be able to discuss it by saying by discuss it in an open respectful way by saying you know sometimes my dad does things i don't i don't fully understand mm -hmm. my mom does things i don't fully understand that's it and if you have a time, read Ramayana. Why? Because Ramayana gives you therapy more mm -hmm. than you realize. And then Mahabharata gives you extra therapy. 
it helps you understand how to deal with various neurotic people <laughs> <laughs> very true and i've been i've been reading mahabharat okay. um it does yes, it does My and God. and as a child you all of a sudden without kind of fully understanding everything about mm-hmm. psychology you say oh that character did that with a person who behaved like this mm-hmm. that's i see this here let me behave that way and you find it solves the issue or it makes you a wiser in that situation right mm-hmm. so mahabharat does that to you So, if you are post fourteen year old, <laughs> read Ramayana, then read Mahabharat, and you'll be able to deal with those neurotic situations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I can tell you a lot more about how to deal with that, but that would just take a lot more time, and we're at the end of our. Yes. Yes. Wonderful topic. And what I got from it. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think when you talked about the spotlight, I think that is something which I am becoming comfortable with it. Oh. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't hesitate in talking about my issue or okay. anything happening in the family. Yeah. I want to discuss because. And you I can deal with the consequence of that sometimes. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Because not everybody in my family supports that. Yeah. And uh, so, but I'm becoming comfortable with it because I know, like you said, if it's my problem, it could be so many people's problem. Mm-hmm. So somebody has to come out, and maybe it'll give some. Um, you know, some guts to the other person yes, to also, also come on. Yes, yeah, and and to people that you love. Too, yes, hopefully. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, because you're doing it in front of them. Right? Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Very yes, nice. Yes. So, but when you you mean spotlight, you mean when the when when the opportunity comes your way, mm-hmm. you don't shirk. Yes. Spotlight meaning grabbing the microphone. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So, yeah. so uh, the symptom. I mean, we're talking yeah, yeah. we're talking about the symptoms, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So what would that fall into? I mean, when I said so, that, you, so don't become the wallflower. Oh, don't shirk from that. Okay. Speak up your truth. Okay. Respect your truth. Okay, got it, got it. Got so, it. so when the when a microphone is shoved in your face by saying, "I mean, you're a single piece thing," yeah, you're like, no, 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 that would be spotlight grabbing or not grabbing. When okay. the spotlight comes on you, you take the spotlight yes. and you do some minutes of entertainment, yeah, the best you can, right? Entertainment, yes. educational, entertainment, whatever, you, whatever you, whatever the microphone is there in front of you. Mm-hmm. Everyone must have. More than a few minutes mm-hmm. of spotlight, entertainment, entertainment. Mm-hmm. You prepare for in your life. Yes. You must have that. There'll be times when a when a microphone is being will be thrown in your face, mm-hmm. and you must be able to at that time perform. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. but doesn't mean you look for it and say, "Listen to me, everybody." <laughs> right? okay. When it comes to you, you do a little bit, and then you say. Hmm. That's it. Yes. Now somebody yes. else. Yes. Right? Yes. I love or I love listening to this other person. Mm-hmm. So you respect other. You show the fact that you're listening to others. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you for that. Thank what, you. What else did you get out of my? Out of, so we talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm yes. Sorry. Yes. Okay. We talked about respect your truth, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about how to deal with secrets. Mm-hmm. We talked. We spent quite a bit on secrets, yes. and we talked. We talked quite a bit about how people dominate other people. Correct. Right? Correct. So, which of those two also resonated? Uh, the one which you said, "Have you completed the work?" Like you said, oh, right? The domination part. <laughs> yes. Nice. And now, mm-hmm. before I used to do, now I say, "Is the work done?" Like, uh, so, but I've learned that skill from you when okay. you were my boss, okay. and uh, that is uh, what I picked up. And 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 when you picked it up, did, did it change the behavior of other people? Yes. Yes. It made them not. Uh, defensive. very defensive, but like milder. Okay, and the simple question answer kind of that. Yeah. So respect. I think yeah. they respect. Okay, you know they're just asking me in general. Yeah. It's not that I have I completed. Main reason is I know I want you to know. I want to find out have you done it. Yeah, yeah. But it's the way of communication, yes. right? Yes. yes. Not just a way. It's yeah. an inner need. Mm-hmm. The reason why people do the domination technique yeah. is because they think that if I don't use that technique, I will not know the truth. Yeah. That's one. Okay. Second is that I I it makes me feel good mm-hmm. and I get to know your truth. Maybe you will tell me the real status, mm-hmm. and I feel good also. So it's like self, a bit of an ego massage. Mm-hmm. So domination is power yeah, play, right? Yeah. But when you do it the other way, yeah. you are humbling. Mm-hmm. You're just saying, "Let me know." Where is yes. the, what's the current status, right? Yes, yes. And, and the other person said, "Oh, no, lesser ego. I don't mind sharing." Mm-hmm. And you find you should find yes. that people tell you more information when you have a humble approach. Mm-hmm. 
compared to the power approach. Okay. okay that's what I wanted to see. Yes. But, but that also resonated with you. Yes. All right. Yes. So you didn't grow up with too many secrets then? I don't think so. Okay. No. You probably no. did, but you yeah. can't. They were not the important part. Influencer. The domination was an important. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think okay. coming from a background of an army background, I saw that more often. Yes. Yes. And in army also, there is more willingness to face the truth because yes, you know, they like. If you don't, I mean, you're taught in all the defense courses. Mm -hmm. Better to know your truth, mm -hmm. even if you don't have a solution, than to not know it. Oh. So, so that's a training, and that kind of seeps into the family life as well. Okay. okay. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> From Yamini, yes. And the online service.